0: Hey everyone, I'm your host, Gary, and welcome to another episode of All Consuming Podcast. This episode is all about Ernest Fest. I had the opportunity to sit down with some guys from our Discord server who were able to attend the festival, and we got to talk about our experiences and our likes and our dislikes. Now, some of us come from a long ways away from Alabama, and some lived nearby. Uh, We all have different musical backgrounds that brought us to the Christian heavy music scene. Uh, But it was a fun conversation, and I think this episode will give you some insight to Furnace Fest. And unless you were there, it'll let you know what you missed out on. So with that, I hope you enjoy the episode. So before we talk about the festival, I thought that we would go around and introduce ourselves. That way people listening know who each one of us is I'll try to say your name before I ask you a question each time to make sure that people know that this is Bobby's voice this is Trey's voice you know so it's not like uh, that confusing so the first question is I'll start with Elijah who are you and where are you from
1: all right my name is Elijah I'm from the uh, the Tupelo Mississippi area and I do a bunch of stuff but mainly just a uh, a video editor for sports, sports broadcasting, stuff like that.
0: That's cool. And I've I've met you through Discord, but and so I met you in real life for the first time at Furnace Fest. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 so the next person to introduce is Trey. So Trey, same question. Who are you and where are you from?
2: I am from Orlando, Florida. Um, I work as a software developer. Um, for a local uh, ICP and I am an admin on the ACP discord I met Gary because he threw in some fire memes on his uh, Instagram as well as Tyler and started commenting on him and he started talking back and eventually it led to the uh, discord
0: yeah Trey's one of the couple people that like hammered on me and was like hey you guys should have a discord it would be so cool and I think you were the second person that said it. And I was like, if you help me, I'll do it. And so, ta-da, here we are. Got to meet lots of people. Lots of fun. Uh, so the third person to introduce himself, Bobby, who are you? Where are you from?
3: Uh, I'm Bobby. i from Spokane, Washington. That's where, I where have I'm a from. Wife and fi- That's where you're from, yes. I have a wife and five kids. Um cancer survivor foster and adoptive parent work at liberty mutual liberty 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 and uh i think i'm probably the Pumba to your timon gary sorry tyler but i'm a lot more Pumba esque oh, okay. <laughs> that's, <random. laughs>
0: oh that, that's great so yeah. do you know the uh do you ever get to see the emu or the ostrich or whatever that is from those commercials
3: yeah and i cringe every time I don't like it. Well, I mean, Every like I watch football.
0: Is it like a real mascot for your company or is it just commercials? Like, do you oh, actually. It's just commercials? Oh, yeah. That's lame. That'd be cool. Doug and what's that bird's name? Lemu. 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 Yeah. That's right. Damn. All right. And the last person is Dalin. Who are you and where are you from?
4: My name is Dalen Criswell and I am from the Charleston, South Carolina area. Um, I've lived here most of my life. I'm um, a. I work in the defense contracting um, sort of uh, arena where I've been doing IT for I don't know, probably almost 20 years now. I've just done a whole lot of different kind of like uh, more like systems administration, engineering type work.
2: Navy side for defense contracting?
4: Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. Kind of. Kind of all encompassing defense side. DoD Space side, force. So
2: yeah space forces <laughs> bunch of nerds
4: <laughs> it's kind of true except and, for bobby. you know it's fine bobby I'm just, and
0: elijah uh,
1: i'm an mis major so technically i am it one day you'll one get in the day. field if i don't drop out let's do it so
0: i think that kind of leads to our next question now that we know a little bit about each other uh and what well, our listeners know a little bit um The next question is what we ask, I think, everyone that's been on our podcast. We being Tyler and I, but Tyler's not here. It's just Gary. It's lonely. Miss you, Tyler. Uh, What is your musical background? What band got you, or bands, got you into the heavier music? You know, like, what was your gateway band that was like, I think I like metal music?
1: And, Elijah, I'll have you go first. Let's see. Uh... I I play guitar and bass. I've been playing since I was 14, so about eight. Yeah, about eight years now. I'm the baby in the group chat right <laughs> He's now. He's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so little. Nah, I'm like doing the math in my head. Okay, 14, oh and one, two, three, <laughs> So uh, I've been playing for about eight years. I got started just because I picked up a bass guitar at church one day, and they were like, "Hey, you want to play?" And I'm like what sure let's do it and so from that point on until now um i've been playing uh i was in jazz band in high school that was pretty cool did the whole jazz hand stuff Hmm. um so as far as bands um i I have a funny story with how i got into metal so i grew up in mississippi and in mississippi you listen to one of three things you either listen to country you listen to gospel or you listen to some pop and that's it that's all we have here I started getting into, I went from rap to gospel because I got saved when I was 13. So I was listening to rap as a kid. I wouldn't recommend it. So rap to gospel Mm -hmm. to classic rock. And then from classic rock, you get into classic metal and then you get into modern metal. And so playing guitar really got me into metal because you learn different riffs and you learn different leads. And it just kind of is a natural progression. Right. At least for people in my area. So bands that really got me in probably the biggest classic band was probably Metallica. I listened to ride the lightning and master of puppets religiously as a teenager. And then started listening to this little known band called, uh, for today. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They sound um, familiar. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just a little bit. Uh, so I started listening to Four Today's fight the silence. Okay. Um, And I adore Wake. I think Wake's their best album. That's probably going to be blasphemy to y'all. Wow. Favorite album, by far. Favorite modern metalcore album, in my personal opinion. Okay. For Today, Kill a Switch Engage, and to answer the question probably going to be posed later on, Demon Hunter was one of the bands that got me into metal. Yeah. Uh, Especially in the Christian scene, because, you know, growing up, you, you know, you listen to, like, Reliant K, and maybe you listen to some Skillet and stuff like that, but demon hunter and for today really got me into heavier mm. music and since then and hanging out with the acp discord server and a certain metal elitist who thinks everything is soft i've gotten <laughs> a lot yeah you guys can figure out who i'm talking about huh
2: i don't know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just i went straight into heavier and heavier stuff and i have not looked back did you grow up in a christian household i did not actually i was the um So in the South, you know, everyone's pretty much grown up, you know, they've gone to church and stuff like that. But I I was pretty much the first one in my family to uh, really accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And so I did it, and then my sister followed. And then my mom works in a Christian daycare, so that's been really good for her. And then my dad just does whatever. But I was the first one to kind of get into um, Christianity. That's awesome. All right, next question, next person. Trey,
0: how about you? Your gateway band or bands?
2: Yeah, um, talentedly, I don't have a lot of music background. A little guitar, a little drums, that's about it. But musically, um, it took me a little while to get um, to the heavier stuff. I liked rock and roll from like the time I was born.
0: Rock and roll like Elvis or like... That's my homeboy.
2: I would say the older stuff that my dad liked, like Aerosmith, and then there was newer-ish stuff, like Skillet coming around, like, learned about them in the late 90s as a kid. Um, thought they were the heaviest thing on the planet as a little <laughs> kid. Um, I was wrong, by a little bit.
0: <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Just at the beginning of middle school, I uh, discovered uh, bands like uh, Dead Poetic, Project 86, and uh, Pillar. And Pillar mm-hmm. was kind of the first one I actually started liking and then like all right I can deal with the screaming I can deal with this and then I started liking the screaming more and uh, I my friends started sharing me some stuff and I started sharing them and they're like yeah whatever
0: Mhm
2: I got some Under Oath and Demon Hunter in there and I think Demon Hunter was the first band where I was actually starting to like the heavier songs and the softer songs. It took a while for me to come back and say, all right, I like this. Cool. I really, really got into Underoath, and then just like my whole high school, I was the hardcore kid and then poppy uh, metalcore. I really, really liked the Devil Wears Prada and Haste the Day as well. I towed it around, inhale, exhale, but no one knew them and they're just like, oh, okay. That's cool. Part of them is from like K and they're like, nah, there's no way. And then the conversation ended and I was sad. Yeah. And uh, Norma Jean as well. I like them quite a bit too.
0: Yeah. So you kind of came from like uh starting with Skillet, Christian rock, regular rock to Christian rock to heavier stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. When I, I remember when I was a kid, I would give, you were bringing up Pillar and I thought Pillar was just the best band in the world. I was probably... I don't know, in ninth grade or something and i'd go to kids birthday parties and my parents like what do you want to get them and i'm like pillar fireproof and pod satellite like those are the two <laughs> albums i'm giving all of my friends
2: Nice. we've been yeah. good friends nice, nice yeah
0: yeah all right uh bobby how about you what's uh you know your musical background what bands got you into heavier music gateway band etc
3: yeah um uh, so grew up in a christian family so um and kind of a Von Trapp type family like everyone sings and plays guitar and piano and whatever else so you know I did a lot of like worship leading and that kind of stuff as a kid and did that in college a little bit and I thought you know if there was a banger from Casting Crowns like oh right, you know <laughs> it's like that's as heavy as I really got was you know oh my friend listened to Thousand Foot Crutch woo that's heavy stuff um, but I liked it um, met you in college I actually remember there's a time that we went up we played hacky sack in the backyard went up to your computer we looked at your zune and you're like tell me what bands like that you recognize in my list on my zune and i'm like calling out like oh Switchfoot," "Reliant we're like mm-hmm. hey thousand foot crutch you know and you're like I, I feel like there's a voice in your head going all right we got some work to do <laughs> um because i skipped <laughs> over all the good stuff you know um so you started making me cds and and mixed cds and uh, every now and then I'd be like, dude, song, song six on mix album three. So good. What's that? And you're like a uh, disciple, you know, like, okay. Um, but the band that probably really converted me would be close your eyes. So you, you gave me a CD uh, of them and said, listen to them. They're coming to Spokane. And I didn't. And I didn't go to this book. Didn't go to the concert. Shame. It's and about a month later. It's sitting in my car. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll listen to it. And I threw it in there. And I was like, these guys are awesome. When are they coming back? And they never came back. <laughs> um, but I really, got, really got into them. Um, and then from there, he gave me you know, you know some four Today and some War of Ages, and got into that. And um, I say it led to Fit for King, which is uh, the uh, Dark Skies album it's probably my favorite album of all time. Um, but Close Your Eyes would be my gateway drug through long, long suffering of Gary getting me there.
0: I, I can see That's the marriage where, of, right. of that sound in your head to be like, I like this.
3: Yeah, they start screaming and stuff, and they're like, Jesus! And I'm like, I like this, <laughs> you know. And then you get four today, and they're just like screaming psalms. And I'm like, this is really cool, yeah. and I can kind of understand them. And then it just got better from there. So. Yeah.
0: Alright, and Dalen, what's your musical background, and what got you into heavy music,
4: yada, yada, yada? Um mine's really a lot different than yours because i'm older but um basically whenever i grew up um, you know i I grew up in a christian family um and my dad was really big into like the christian like alternative scene back in the day like early 90s like late 80s um, where you had like mail order things and so um, I don't remember exactly what got me into the heavy stuff. I remember being like really big in the punk music for a while um, and then I got into more like uh, alternative rock. Um, but my dad always had like a huge CD collection or tape collection I would like grab some from him and I remember really getting into like uh, metal stuff like Tourniquet and The Crucified um, stuff like that back in the day. Um, and I, yep. I, I remember one of my friends really got me into, like, more of the the, the more modern stuff whenever he got um, – he gave me a copy of Living Sacrifice Reborn. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, what turned, turned me on to that kind of stuff. But then I started going to concerts around this area locally, um, and I got to see, like, early Under Oath, like, before they, you know, got signed and stuff like that like a lot of times probably like six or seven times so i got to like see a lot of that emerging kind of era of you know early christian like heavy stuff so um i was kind of fortunate in that but yeah i, I kind of around with a bunch of different like genres starting out yeah yeah
0: i think you and i are pretty similar it's just i'm after you
4: because
0: <laughs> my yeah. dad was very much like that and you know everything was mail order i remember all those heavens metal magazines in our bathroom with all the like cutouts of the orders and stuff to order music he actually
4: had he actually has magazines from like before that there was like a a magazine called like white throne or something like that yeah yeah yeah. he's got like stuff he record off the radio Mm. like these like underground radios and stuff yeah he's uh he's crazy (laughs) wow so
0: uh i think this is a a good segue into talking about the festival so Furnace Fest is in Birmingham, Alabama. Not so far for some of you, very far for some of us. Um, so when did you know that you wanted to go or that you were going to go? Like, was it a last minute thing? Did you plan a long time ago? That kind of thing. And we'll start with Elijah again.
1: I I believe it was, uh, it was right around the time where it really got seriously discussed in the server. And that was probably july august somewhere around there i can not remember the exact time frame so yeah i was just like you know what i'm just gonna go like i'm just gonna go and we're gonna have fun and the only reason i think i went was because the only band i knew at the time because uh, the, the lineup pretty much changed throughout the summer um but demon hunter was like the most consistent band on that lineup so you know what i'm going for demon hunter hmm. and that's because unlike all of you i didn't grow up listening to these bands (laughs) so imagine my shock when i get there saturday and i know no other band that sounds like a good time to me yeah it's like uh, i was just like someone's gonna hold my hand throughout all of this baby's first metal festival (laughs) is basically what this was um which is exactly what trey did i'm not gonna lie to you i followed close to trey i went to the bands he went to uh just it like I said, it was my first festival. Um, it was my first. It's like
0: your first live anything, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, closest thing uh, in the same city, I watched Red do an acoustic tour. So that was interesting. But other than that, I don't have friends um, who listen to metal. I'm yeah. like the only metalhead in my uh, friend group and in my area, really. There's not a lot, um, there's only a few of us. Please send help. <laughs> so yeah just uh <laughs> going to Birmingham made sense to me especially since it was just a two and a half hour trip yeah that's awesome
3: nice
0: yeah I, I remember you telling me that this was your first concert and I was like no way yeah Furn- like that'd be a really cool first experience is Furnace Fest you know
3: yeah to
1: get there first thing is yeah. uh, I get jumped on by random strangers hit in the back of the head that was a yeah. rude awakening <laughs> that's what
0: that's your <laughs> problem you <He laughs> follow Trey he likes <laughs> he likes
3: the front I know yes. he's like in, yes. the, in the pit yeah
0: He's like, yeah, people are jumping on your guys' backs, and I'm like, there, I'll there stand is a, back here. There,
1: there is a picture in the server, and you just see me and Trey standing, and it's like the calm before the storm. Mhm. All right, so Trey, what about you? When did you know
0: you wanted to go and that you were going?
2: I believe it was around the February time where you, uh, either you or Joe posted Furnace Fest, and I was like, I know 90% of the bands on here. And most of them I thought I'd never see. Done. Going. Yeah,
0: and that's not too bad of a drive for you, is it? Uh, it was eight hours, eight, nine hours. Yeah. Cool. Bobby, when did you know you were going to go?
3: You texted me, said, you want to go to Furnace Fest? And I said, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, it's in Birmingham, Alabama. It's still you away from a weekend. And then I looked at all the chaos of my kids and my wife and I said, Sign me up. Honey, can I go away for a weekend? (laughs) Sign me up. What, we're going. But I remember looking at the list and as soon as I saw Close Your Eyes, I was like, they're together again? I can see them. I miss them. You know, um. And that was that was probably the the band that made me go. Yeah, I can spend two grand.
0: I'm very this. surprised this you went with me. I was mm-hmm. very surprised.
3: Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Or regretting it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I've been. I was trying to get Tyler to go, but darn him and his principles. Uh, you know, he has too many commitments and stuff with school and being a football coach. And I remember you saying, whatever the next show is to ask you to go and and you'll go and I was like, Hey Bobby, you want to go to Furnace Fest? (laughs) That's the next show to me. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Glad you said
4: yes. It was a lot of fun. That was fun. Um,
0: Dalen, how about you? When did you know you probably knew last year, huh?
4: Yeah. Mine is a very complex story because I, I've went to both of them. Um, so initially when the first one got announced, it was like, I, there was like an instagram uh i think post back in late 2019 that there was going to be like some big festival happening and beloved was going to get back together and things like mm-hmm. that and um and i jumped on that because i'd always wanted to go to cornerstone back in the day and I never got a chance yep. to and uh so i i went ahead and bought tickets for it and then 2020 rolled around covet happened and they canceled all these you know festivals and events and uh So I was like really bummed out, but they decided to have it again on 2021. And so I got to go and had the absolute best time I've ever had in my life of any event ever. Um, I just met so many different people and it was kind of like the end of COVID kind of, you know, thing for me. Um, And uh, at the end of the uh, last day of that festival, they were like, see you next year. And we were like, what? I thought this was a one time only thing. Mm. And so I think I jumped, I can't remember if I jumped on tickets like right then, or if it was like a little bit longer, but I was like, yeah, I'm I'm going, I'm doing this again. You know, like it's not that bad of a drive for me. It's like seven, eight hours. I don't, I'm not exactly sure, but I I, I just, I just had to go again and I've already got tickets for next year. So I mean, it is what it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'll go next year depending on uh, who, who shows up on the lineup.
4: Well, you yeah. just got to let me know who you want to see because, you know, I can get that. Because yeah, you can make it happen. I, I love can get that. I the word in. So. Did
1: you buy the boss pass? I did. By the way?
4: I did. Jeez. Yep. I have the boss pass. He's, so he's get, our I, insider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: we're going to need um, Dead Poetic. Okay.
2: <laughs> I would like to see them.
0: Yeah. So, um, so I knew I wanted to go. I figured <clears throat> I'd answer this question because it's a fun one. Uh, I really wanted to go when I saw close your eyes was there. Um, and then mailing in the Sons of disaster was announced and I was like, what they're still making, they're going to do music and all this. And, uh, but the one that pulled the trigger that made me like, say I have to was blindside, like all through, like, as a kid, I went to creation fest, like nine years in a row and saw tons of Christian bands, mostly on the fringe stage, you know, the rock and metal stage. Uh, I've been to like a to- the Tom Fest, Tom Fest, the other music festival, uh, which had, you know, I th- POD before they were big, um, you know, a lot of, you know, lesser known bands, uh, but I've never seen blindside. And that's one of the, like in that era, like that was probably my favorite band, you know, of like 2000 ish year range. And so when they were like, When they said they were going to come back and play Silence, my favorite album, front to back the whole way through, I was like, oh, my gosh, how can I say no? Like, I have to go. Bobby, will you go with me?
3: (laughs) Sure. Where are we going?
0: Yeah. All right. So let's get to uh, just like your opinions and thoughts on the location. I mean, it's an old blast furnace. Very different than any festival location I've ever been to. Uh, Like, what are your thoughts on the location, your trip there? And back, what do you think of Birmingham, Alabama? Not too different for some of you, but very different for me. Elijah, how about you go first?
1: Uh, first thought was it's very fitting that it's in a sloss furnace because it's very metal. And, uh, metal. I'm going to leave that there. Um, <laughs> so I had the easiest drive out of all of us. Um, two and a half uh, to get there. I was doing high school football Friday night and I drove from the the place and I think it's probably it was about an hour and a half south from where I live I went for, to there to do football drove straight to Birmingham and met a Trey. I think it was like 130 in the morning so Ooh. I get there it's chill and then um, we finally get there and I'm just like wow this is a very interesting place to do. A festival, it, it was just a fun experience. I enjoyed pretty much where all the stages were. Was not about the mosh and the sloss furnace itself, um, but like in the shed, you mean? Yeah, the shed, um, was not about to do that, but I really enjoyed all of it, especially like because they, they were also different, um, they gave off different vibes. So, in yeah, yeah. the shed, mm-hmm. it was like that you get that 90s hardcore early 2000s hardcore vibe from it and the mosh pits reflected <laughs> that very clearly and then you had i think it was baked brothers baked brothers was the one in front of the pond yeah, yeah so the water it, yeah it, it was literally you want to chill listen to music bring a bring a chair sip out of water it was great and then wow just really brought like this is a festival kind of vibe because it's just a giant stage in front of some dirt. Yeah, I still got sand in my. The dirt is the worst. <laughs> there was a there was a sandstorm. It was great, you know. Couldn't breathe, um, but it it was it gave off some pretty cool effects. And I bet, um, any st- uh tour photographer, videographer would have had a field day using that dirt and dust. Yeah. It was great.
2: Trey, what were your thoughts? So I left right after work to go to uh, Birmingham. Um, that eight-hour drive. Yep, Florida, I like driving through Florida. Florida is great. It was easy. Highways most of the way. Super smooth. Not too many problems. The moment I hit Alabama, <laughs> I don't like driving through Alabama. <laughs> I don't like driving through Alabama at all. The bridges felt worse than potholes. Just like consistently. Um, I didn't have to drive at all, so I, I can't share that experience with you. I, I have a long list of things that happened on the Alabama drive that would be too long for uh, Just my been, description. It, it could have always been worse. So the first thing I did on my way back is try to get to Georgia as fast as possible. So my drive back was better. And <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of the like Sloss furnace? So that was really, really neat. Um, I saw pictures, I was gearing myself up, making maps and plans. Uh, but my first view of it was me walking over the overpass and just seeing everything mm-hmm. below and seeing mm-hmm. all the factories and as it comes through and hearing the train in the distance i was like oh this is gonna be brutal i'm gonna love this this is gonna be mm-hmm. fun um hearing everyone gearing up and all that kind of stuff uh, wondering if i'm gonna see you if i'm gonna do my own thing it was it was interesting it was a lot of fun uh, a lot of good experience um uh, I, I yeah. like the place. I like seeing the furnace in the back of the plug. I like how there's literally a um, dust storm going on when the pit fires up in the um, main stage. Um, yeah. The seeing the fountains in the cooling pond by the punk stage was neat, and it was it was all a neat place. And I like the how they had the water and the free monsters. I I expected the food to be terrible, but the place was just it was neat. I liked it. A lot. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah, the first time I met you, and same with Dalen. It's like. So I've never met anybody in real life except for Bobby, obviously. But with like with Dalen, he's the first person I met and Bobby and I were like, where, what is this place? Where are we? And Dalen like stands there and points at me and then I pointed at him and that's how we knew each other. And then I think Trey did the same I, thing. It was I, like, I,
4: I could recognize the beard like right away. Like, from <laughs> right away.
2: <laughs> is this the beard that goes to Gary or <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you found me because uh, you're a ninja. I walked right past you in your um, lighthouse of a beard, and you're like, Trey? Like, what? Oh, I kind of remember that, yeah. In the, in the, by the booths, the merch booths?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing to Elijah. He was with you, and you're like, you texted me like, where are you? And I'm like, I see you. So I just walked up <laughs> to you guys, like, behind you, and I was
2: like, hey. You did that through the entire festival. I'd be looking all over you, and you'd just be, like, right there behind my shoulder, like, hey, been here the whole time. The hardest part... Hey. the hardest
0: part is every new day you know i had to be like what are what what are people wearing because it's usually like okay i gotta find the all-consuming podcast hat that's how i could find you every time trey (laughs) and then the second day dalen was easy to find because he's wearing a bright blue shirt and i'm like where's that bright blue shirt you know i'll
4: change that out next
0: year good thing you weren't trying to find me i was wearing all black yeah yeah, wearing all black is hard because it's like everybody's wearing
1: all black
4: <laughs> just wear black and camo shorts
1: yeah i'll never find you i was just hoping that you know if you could find trey maybe i won't be so far off yep so bobby how about you what did you think of the, your trip there the location
0: all that
3: well i was lucky i had a man with a beautiful beard i handle most of the travel plans so the net and gritty of getting there was pretty smooth for me other than our little dallas hiccup where they kept changing our flight gates. We, we went all around the airport to change our gates like six times, yeah. but it was fine. Uh, we got there, and it was good. Birmingham, I thought, was like a lot like Spokane, like downtown, which was familiar for me, um, other than the giant bugs. I was like, oh, those are huge. Um, the yeah, I'm not familiar with that, <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I thought it was cool. And then as far as the, the furnace, the sloths furnace area, one thing I was really appreciative of is other than maybe a little bit between like the punk stage and the plug ear holes the shed um the music didn't really blend like you could listen to one like stage and not have the other stage like in your ears messing up the music unless you stood at this one specific you know kind of area in between two of them so i liked how they were separated that way and you could really just kind of enjoy one and not be drowned out by the other stages um um and then i think you know it's already kind of been said but just the sloss furnaces were like this is cool I, we i you and i had the same experience we were walking over the bridge um got to, got to see the sloss furnaces from up high and kind of see what we're looking at and that was kind of a cool first experience of it but yeah i i like i liked it i also liked how the booths were all um kind of central and shaded under so the overpass you just under the overpass yeah you can you can go get out of the sun just kind of look around if you're stuck in line like you're not sweating like it was, it was i like that yeah. so it was a good layout
0: yep dalen what about you the returning experienced uh, furnace fester
4: vip dalen yeah, yeah um i mean i love i love the whole city of birmingham um i i i got to actually stay longer this year than the previous year um i i got in like wednesday and left tuesday or something like that so i got to spend a little bit more time exploring the city but um this year was different because the vips we got to go in the back side of the uh the sloss furnace area um and kind of like you got to like kind of see where they do the tours at and stuff there was a lot of really cool photography you could take back there and just things you could see um uh they did organize the stages a little bit different this year um, they pushed the, the the pond stage back a little bit because last year it was kind of like a from the the sloss furnace area it was kind of like the sound was just projecting straight out down the pond where you couldn't hear anything off of the um, mm. off the other stages so that was better yeah. I thought but I, I thought this year was done a little bit better with the vendors they chose and just the you know different things like that, so I, th- you know, I think they're they're improving things, but yeah, I, I love I love the whole you know aspect of a old you know furnace that's you know was used back in the day, as kind of like a really cool structure to have a concert,
0: a metal playground. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm.
4: So, do you think VIP is worth it? To me, it is, just because you know you don't you can get in. Well, you're supposed to be able to get in in early. Um, however, the lines this year were so bad. I don't, and I don't know if there was more people this year than last year. I'm still trying to figure that out because of the whole COVID restrictions. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, we were supposed to get in like an hour earlier and we were probably in the line, like an hour after we were supposed to be already in. So I think there was probably a Bobby
0: and I stood in that line for a minute.
4: There was a lot of disconnect. Yeah, I know I saw you guys, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a mess with that. Um, but yeah, I think some of the features of it are really good. Um, the fact you can sit down for a little bit, if you feel like it, you know, there's a lot of areas to to sit and they have like a snack area and you get to go, you know, go closer to the stages, um, on the right hand side of the shed stage is pretty nice, um, you can like hang out in the back with like some of the band members and things like that. Um, yeah. That's really that's really cool to me. I don't know. It just it just enhances the experience. Like bands I've I've listened to for twenty years, and like I'm standing right next to the guy, I can just be like you know, say how much I'm grateful to hear your music, and you know,
0: fawning and collapsing yeah. over them. And...
4: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: collapsing in on yourself. <laughs> Do you nice, know why? Nice. I don't know why. That was that was very good.
0: all right so uh the last kind of like festival question and i feel like we kind of touched on it but if anyone had anything else to add elijah we'll start with you and that is what are your thoughts on the booths like how they're set up the food the merch lockers
1: all that uh let's see uh lockers were useless um because i didn't bought one thing and that thing was a t-shirt you needed lockers (laughs) so um I thought I thought they were in a good location, you know. And if if anybody told you, so, yeah, I'm going to set my business underneath an overpass, like, people were laughing out of the room. But it was nice because you could hear, um, you could almost hear all three stages at once. So it kind of gave this cool atmosphere. Um, yeah. Felt like a lot was going on. Yeah. And it, it felt like, of course, it was horrible if you needed to make a phone call, but... <laughs> So I found a vendor who was serving, you know, drinks and they were from Mississippi and so I felt like I found my long lost kin. Um <laughs> it definitely definitely helped me uh hide from the uh the Florida man and the Washington people that decided to come on this trip. <laughs> but overall I thought it was great, especially the Monster booth because I drink like four or five Monsters. That that was a lifesaver. That was your
0: only high tracer? yeah it's crazy that so many people didn't know that it was free mm-hmm. and like you hear people talking it's like no they're free where'd you get where'd you get the monster they're free go get
1: them yeah i was like oh, man i'm thirsty and trace like oh yeah free monster I'm like bet the only <laughs> bad thing you had to stay there but if you're listening to the wheelhouse stage i mean you could yeah. do a lot worse mm-hmm. yep
0: yeah i didn't mind staying there because it's like I don't know. I, it was kind of dangerous on the... So the first day, I was like, I'm not going to drink any monsters, right? I, I don't want a headache. I need to drink lots of water. And I probably drank like five or six bottles of water.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But then the second day, I was just so exhausted and tired. I think I had two monsters. And the third day, I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to live. <laughs> and I think I had two or three then, too. But
1: I mean, you saw my state uh, Sunday where pounding headache, and I just kept drinking them, kept going. Mm-hmm. I, I drank the good one though. I drank the one that gave me electrolytes, so at least I was going the to survive. Tea lemonade one. Yes, the Arnold yeah. Palmer. It was it was really good. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that one's really good. The the only bad thing they took away the chairs towards the end, and I'm like, well, this is lame.
0: Oh, oh they did that's lame. Yeah. yeah,
1: they did. They uh, so halfway through Saturday they started taking away chairs, and then Sunday there was only like four chairs.
0: Mm. Well, I kind of want to go on a rabbit trail and vent because maybe there's some monster, uh, executive who listens to the podcast and here's, here's my vent, the best monster ever created that I have not found in like six years. And it was an orange aid and tea. Hmm. And it's basically orange juice. It's an Arnold Palmer, but instead of lemonade, it's orange juice. And it, it was amazing. And I loved it. Now all I find the can looks identical to the peach one. It's like peach and tea, and I hate Ugh. that.
4: It's Ugh. disgusting.
0: <laughs> it's an abomination. I feel like companies accidentally would scan to order more peach ones when they meant to order more orange ones, and they're like, well, oranges just aren't selling. We got tons of peach orders, though. Let's just stop making oranges and do the peach ones. I don't know. I, it drives me nuts, and forever, I always go, do they have an orange one? And I check. and The next best thing is the carbonated one, the chaos, you know. Mm-hmm. With orange, but anyway, that's my vent. If someone has a large amount of stocks in Monster and they have a say on the board, tell them Gary wants orange tea back. All right, so next person Trey, what were your thoughts on booths and all that?
2: I liked how the, uh, the concept was for setting out under the underpass, how everything, you can just walk through and see everything. It was in the middle of all the um, stages. Um, made it really easy to go from one place to the other, kind of like a central hub where to find people, what's going on, where to bump into random um, band members. Uh,
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: The problem is I'm so used to like Vans Warped Tour and other kind of like old-style um, festivals where when you go through there, Everyone's handing you a free CD of their record label And you get all this music You get all this stuff Everyone's so friendly They're all handing out stickers Just tons and tons and tons of free stuff yeah. And uh, you get to meet lots and lots of people And it, I just didn't get that atmosphere with that one That's one thing that let me down And the boost didn't stay long The bands would be like, alright, we'll be here for like 20 minutes And then all our stuff sold out And you go yeah. to bands like, oh yeah, we got extra, extra small And that's about it yeah that bothered me too
0: and because a lot of bands it's like they went on tour and they end the tour at furnace fest so all they have left is their tour merch and then they get there and they're like yeah we'll be here our booth set up on saturday at noon and you're like oh i'll check it out around three o'clock because there's an opening between bands and you get there and they're like oh all we have is extra small of this one shirt and it's like i don't like that shirt but i'll buy it for my wife i guess you know yeah, i i totally I totally hear that. Uh, and and the other thing too is like, I kind of would have liked some of the bands like Norma Jean. Their merch, their booth. I feel like it was there a moment, and I came back later and it was just gone. Mm-hmm. And I wish that there was a little more like staying power. I don't know, like if with record labels had a booth that, that sold their band's merch or something rather than the band like merch guy. But at the same time, you know, got to hang out with the Close Your Eyes dudes for their merch booth and that was cool. Yeah, but.
3: Just not, not. everybody had a birth uh, had a had a merch booth either. Like, I I yeah. looked for a Pinning Doom, and I couldn't find anything, that's yep. driving me insane. They had nothing. That's frustrating. Or they
1: shared booths. Like I know yeah. Macedon and Spirit Box. Mastodon just had like a piece of cardboard and said, "And Mastodon.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're such a big band. You think they would have their own booth?
0: Yeah. So how about you, Bobby? What were your thoughts on booths and food and merch and?
3: Yeah, I already kind of tapped into it a little bit. The food is fine, a little expensive, but it was nice having that bar across the street, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um,
0: Yeah, that brewery? Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. I was really concerned that there would be, like, big lines for food and, like, it would take an hour to get food because that was the horror stories I heard from the grapevine about the prior year. But, no, it was easy getting food. Um, As far as the the booths themselves, I mean, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of booths for random companies you know um trying to sell frisbee golf discs and things like that and that's fine but i didn't have enough boosts for the actual band merch that's what i was hoping for so Uh i already mentioned couldn't find impending doom you know i didn't really love what demon hunter threw out there so i didn't buy anything there yeah Um, all
0: three designs of their shirt
3: yeah i think that i think that was the last stop on their tour i believe yeah yeah, same so, thing with idle threat there was a shirt i liked and they're like oh yeah we don't have that size i was like second person in line too when they open and then like, yeah we don't have this we don't have your size i was like oh, i'm the second person here and they're like oh yes yeah, from our tour and we already got out of that size I'm like, Oh my god sucks never mind i'll get this other shirt i guess yeah so what would have appreciated maybe a little more love into the the stuff that you could get but the layout was great
0: which is only a miss on the bands you know that's money they're missing out on when people yeah. are like you guys didn't have enough stuff for me to buy
3: i just figure like if you're gonna play a furnace fest that's where you should load your stuff because there's hundreds or thousands of people that wouldn't be going to your concert otherwise that might hear you and be like i like them let me go check them out like
0: yeah and on the flip side other bands like stretch armstrong and Blindside. as soon as the gates opened the line was a thousand people long mm-hmm. and it's like uh, I want to buy their stuff and I'm sure they made good money on all that merch but yeah so last Daylin how about you what were your thoughts on merch and booth and food and-
4: alright first I'll go over the food situation last year um, there was quite a few times where I was in line um, for food on Saturday night I believe I would I would stay in the line for like 45 minutes and then I'd get closer to the end of the line and they'd be like we're out of food and so you'd walk into another line and it happened again. So there was like one night where I, I think I just like got something when I got back to where I was staying at, at the end of the night. But, uh, yeah, this year it felt like it was like a lot easier to get food. And one of the, one of the big things that I really wanted them to do last year and that they, I'm glad they implemented it, is having coffee booths there. Um, that was a big deal for a lot of yeah. people. They were you know, really saying that, um, um, as far as the vendors go, um, this year was more of, um, last year was like mostly just bands and maybe like one record label kind of thing. And that was it. Now, you know, this year was more, you know, a lot of other, other type of things. Um, and, and also last year merchandise sold out like super fast, like stretch Armstrong was out of absolutely everything. Like right when they set up on Saturday, I think they were out like by like lunchtime and the furnace fest booth was like completely empty Mm. so i think this year they stocked up on more things to sell and you know so there was a better better chance of you getting you know getting something however um yeah there's always a chance where a band's gonna not gonna come out with gear like last year was people were like i want some showbread stuff and they never they didn't have anything Mm. so yeah there was there's always issues with that with any kind of you know kind of tour or you know festival maybe they you know oh yeah we'll play we'll play you know this we'll play some music for you guys but i don't know if we're gonna have any you know merch available um so yeah i mean that's it it, it was a different experience this year for sure with all that
0: yeah yeah. still a valid complaint though
4: Mm mm-hmm
3: well, it yeah. sounds like they yeah, improved yeah. from last year, so hopefully they keep improving, you know, the next year and the next year will be better,
4: however however long they keep going.
0: It's supposed to so, be like a, a four-year thing, right?
4: So I would think two more years after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I did get the Sharon Collective CD, so. Yeah, that, that so CD I is think. pretty lit. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: I have that I was, too. Are we going to see an, uh, an all-consuming, uh, all-consuming podcast booth? next year
0: (laughs) (laughs) that'd be cool I was tempted to sign up as a uh, what is it called a media person uh, to try to get a backstage pass and stuff and be able to take pictures and do interviews and whatnot but I didn't so uh, this next section is less about the festival and the city you see we're going like big view right who we are where we're from to the city to the festival now we're going to talk about the bands themselves and i don't know exactly what order or how we want to answer these questions uh but there's really three who were you most excited to see who did you like the best and were you let down or disappointed with any shows elijah we'll start with you first
1: off the reason i went to furnace fest was demon hunter that's mm-hmm. literally the only band i knew if anything else, I spent three hundred dollars to go see Demon Hunter, <laughs> so that that was the mindset right there. Um, so it's like th- they better they better be good, and they couldn't have been any better. Yeah, um, they delivered. That was good. They they didn't have any of their tracks. You know, they had technical issues on that front, but I love how you know you could just see the drummer. He's yelling at the sound guys. He's like, screw it. We'll just play it anyway. (laughs) And that that couldn't have been... That was probably the best decision they could have done. Because it it felt real. It felt raw. Yeah, it felt Um, real good. It was better. It was just better. And, you know, Trey was like, last time I saw them, they weren't that great live. And then they just knock it out of the park. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it shows they've done it for 20 years. They're having a lot of fun, it seems and that was just that was the highlight that made everything worth it in my opinion and all the other bands were just sprinkles on top of the icing like it's mm-hmm. um so some of the bands that i really enjoyed um watching live um of course this, i didn't know what to expect um go again because i'd never been like obviously you know the stereotypes like, oh you're gonna have the mosh pits and all that um, the crowd surfing, but let's see. I want to say my children, my bride was probably my favorite band of the day besides Demon Hunter. That was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me pull it up here because there are some other bands that I didn't know going into, but once you know you see them live, and that that was probably the vibe I got throughout the whole thing. Was there wasn't a bad band that I saw. All the bands delivered. They were great. And it's like one of those things where you, you kind of show up and you don't know what to expect. And everything just kind of blows you away. That is essentially what happened to me. Because it was the first time I got to hear Screaming Vocals live. It was the first time I got to see the washing yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. So I know on Saturday, like I said, My Children, My Bride... um, Bleeding Through and Earth Crisis were pretty cool to watch. I really enjoyed watching them. Um, the only band I kind of paid attention to on the Baked Brother stage was uh Watashi Wa. It was like, oh yeah. Really nice to hear them and chill. And that that right there is what I liked about Furnace Fest overall was I could go as heavy as I wanted to listening to the bands or I can back off and get something lighter and just have a good time. And that yeah. Having the three stages there definitely was pretty good in my opinion. Um, yeah, and
0: that all three stages had like their own vibe, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: After Demon Hunter, um, my ears were ringing. I could not hear it on my right ear, so you know where I went—straight to the pond. Chilled, best experience ever. Another band I really liked watching was Orbit Culture, and I kind of got dragged into that one by Trey, yeah. and for good reason. That through my pounding headache. I was towards the front, and it was great.
0: Yeah, I was surprised by them, too. I remember I I didn't think I would like them. I I listened to their music, and I always thought, like, they're good. They're Swedish metal. But watching them live, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. this is really good. Even yeah. though they had technical difficulties and you had to play with one less guitar, like, I thought they did so good.
1: I th- I think, actually, you know, going to what kind of disappointed me or let me down, you know, there was so much technical stuff that went wrong. Yeah. While yeah. we were there. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, towards the end, there were bands that should have played like 45 minutes earlier that still hadn't gone. Who? There was a band that Trey really wanted to see, and he, he was going to get upset that he didn't get to see them. What was it? It was The Ghost Inside. So oh, he yeah. got to see The Ghost Inside because they were like 30 <laughs> minutes late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's kind of the the bad thing dying wish i thought was mixed really weird i didn't think there was not as much bass as i felt like there should have been at that stage for some reason um but that's just my personal thing i just felt like i couldn't hear any rhythm Hmm. and then what stage was that uh the plug yeah the plug uh the shed yeah yeah
0: yeah, and so for those that want to know, like, Trey and Elijah, they kind of went and watched different shows, and they were, they were like a, I don't know, a tag team, and then Bobby and I were a tag team, and Dalen just, like, was a VIP, so he was like, I'm behind the stage over here. I'm back over here. I'm," So well, we didn't all get to see the same thing, and that's one reason why I wanted to get us all together to kind of, like, hear people's mm-hmm. experience with all their different bands that they went to because we all went to see different bands, you know?
3: Yeah. Most ones you mentioned, Elijah, I didn't actually see those. Most of the ones you said, yeah. So yeah.
1: yeah. Um, also, I had to leave early on Sunday, and so there was a large stretch of bands that I wanted to see and didn't get to see. So, starting from Spirit Box, so they were all on one stage, so I got to see most of Spirit Box. I think I left after Holy Roller. I think that was a good song for me to end off of. So I didn't get to watch Periphery, I didn't get to watch In Flames, I didn't get to watch The Story So Far, I didn't get to watch Mastodon. I'm just, I'm kicking myself looking back, because I felt like if I could have just stayed an extra couple hours, I had the shortest drive, but you know, it's whatever, because I probably will never be able to watch those bands ever, and that's some regret that I'm going to live with, so might as well get used to it. And 10 years from now when they get back
0: together for Furnace Fest 2032. <laughs>
4: we all have, have regrets
1: And then yeah. I, I can find a uh, a young ACP member and be like, I was in your shoes once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Make sure to have them right at the front of the pit and not let them know what's going to happen. Yes, That's sir. Right. <laughs>
1: Literally. First, Don't look back. First band we saw was Life In Your Way great band really enjoyed it my style of metalcore right there except the fact that I got jumped on and hit <laughs> the back of the neck and the kidney and yeah. Trey didn't warn me he did it not sounds like a good
3: time man he, it, it's
1: this like, is
0: a good place to stand yeah this
1: is nice and close you know oh, just right. like it's like kicking the bird out of the nest before it can fly and that's exactly what happened yeah. so I guess you can you can tell what I did after <laughs> that just stayed away from the pit
2: I had a blast. I bet you did. I bet you did.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Anything else there? I think uh, I I was also sad I didn't get to see the Friday shows. Um, I wanted Mm -hmm. to see Norma Jean and The Pending Doom. I think Mm -hmm. those are two bands that I'll probably be able to see, but just not being able to see them when I had the chance. Um, And it was things out of my control, and that just kind of sucked too. So, I'm glad that next year it's only going to be the weekend. It's not going to include Friday unless you wanted to go to the party. So I'm definitely looking forward yeah. to that. So what'd you think of like hardcore dancing? Saw it for the first time in person. Yeah. And I realized I wasn't a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, of course I'm not the kind of person to like, just be overtly expressive in my movements when it comes to listening to music. Like sure. I'll, I'll bob my head, I'll headbang, you know. But I'm not gonna go wild, uh, whether that be listening to bands live or you know at church. I'm not the one doing all the, like the uh, yeah. field goals, good and like the the crazy running man stuff. Like that's not me. I'm like pure Southern Baptist. You're gonna sit in the back row. You're gonna nod your head along to the music, and that's mostly what I did until I saw bands I liked, and then I let loose a little bit. So yeah, yeah. Did you get in any circle pits or anything? No. Mm. I was staying well away from that.
2: Yeah, I asked a few times. Yeah, you're like, you want to go? You want to go? You want to go? No, no,
1: <laughs> I. You never asked. You knew my opinion on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you didn't. He, so Trey, he, he's talking about. Oh yeah, for Norma Jean, I was in the pit and I'm going to be in pits, you know, all weekend. He wasn't in any pit Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. He lied all to right. me.
2: So I stayed on the wall for the um, Saturday, but most of the bands I wanted to. Be in the pit, it was a concrete pit, and I uh, value my bones.
0: Um, yeah. And I what did not bones? want to do
2: that. A lot of, of two stepping in the shed. I was very surprised by the amount of two stepping. I, I was expecting it with most hardcore um, lineups. But yeah. by the time Sunday came, I was just like, no.
3: It's, it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, so you gotta pace yourself. <laughs> if you mosh pit every day, you're, gonna, you're, you're really gonna be hurting.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So,
0: all right. So let's move to Trey. How about your answer for who you were most excited about? Who do you think was the best? Did you have any disappointments?
2: Unlike Elijah, my lineup was going for all the hardcore bands, no breaks. I wanted to be a hardcore kid as much as possible and watch a little death metal, a little metalcore, but it was all chaos, no breaks, all the way through. Um, except for the time that Gary uh, pulled me for one of those pop punk shows. I don't even remember what it was. Belmont? Yeah. That's
1: Easycore. <laughs> to be fair, there was no bands that we were listening to at that time. Yeah. What else were you going to do?
4: <laughs> did, did they move us Sunday?
2: On.
0: Yeah, they were played on Sunday.
2: I really liked My Child and My Bride. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good to see them. They were definitely one of those bands that I matured into the metalcore um, realm with. Um, right up there with uh, The Devil Wears Prada and Haste Today. Day. Uh, I got to talk to the singer, and, uh, he gave me a hug after I told him I was so excited to see him, got a t-shirt, it was all great, good night nice. Yep, I got to see Bleeding Through, which I listened to them, I hear them, they were kind of thing that you just kept hearing in the background as you grew up, especially when you uh, classified yourself as a hardcore kid. It was really neat to see them live. Uh, did not think I would be able to do that. Um, it was, I was impressed with their show, it was exactly what I wanted. Um, the pit was wild. It was just an all-over good experience. Mm. Uh, Earth Crisis was a little before my time, but it was good. I mean, the music was good. Those old guys were jumping all over the stage, um, jumping in on the side of the pit. They were encouraging the pit to go wild. But the pit was probably the most insane pit out of all of Furnace Fest because you had all these... 40-year-old jacked hardcore punk kids um 40-year-old kids uh (laughs) best way to describe it i they all look like they uh did crossfit for their whole life um and they were all doing flying heel kicks and uh their hurricane pit was not a circle it was running straight into the wall of the pit and so it just kept getting bigger and bigger um it was insane. I enjoyed it. I got a bruise from some 40-year-old dude that did a flying heel kick into my shoulder. It was a good time. Demon Hunter. So, I was trying not to get Elijah's hopes up. Um, <laughs> I was not getting my hopes up because when I saw him in 2018, it looked like the years were catching up with him. Um, they were not as wild as I uh, remember them when I saw him in like, 2012. They were not as active. I, they were good, but they were starting to have that kind of biker metal appearance where they stand by the mic and sing and scream and do their thing. Yeah. Uh, this time around, they seemed revitalized. They uh, it's probably the uh, most active I've ever seen them. It was a really good show. Mm-hmm. I fought for three shows, bleeding through Earth Crisis and then all the way up to Demon Hunter to get to the front because I knew Elijah wanted to get to the front too, so we were doing our best to get up there, and we both really got really good seats. I was just behind the very front row that was holding onto the rails and got to see uh, Ryan Clark uh, run up the stage and run down the stage and sing and scream and um, just got better when their um, tracks failed because it just, like as uh, everyone else was saying, it was raw. Um, The guitar had more flair to it, um, you could tell that they were actually playing and you could feel the passion more because you could tell they were wearing down on their instruments and wearing down on their vocals. They were putting their all into it. It was mm-hmm. just very rewarding. You can kind
1: of yeah. tell that you know, because I'm pretty sure that was the last show of their tour. So, if it because I'm pretty sure that's what the merch people told me. So, well, they took
3: that big picture of everybody taking to yeah. their tour, I think, right? And,
1: yeah. you know, Ryan, because the next day, Ryan was actually with eyes at the world House stage is watching bands so i think for them knowing that the bands that they listened to getting into the scene was at furnace fest and have been at furnace fest i think that also just that was a perfect storm that entire situation was just amazing
2: it was neat hearing ryan clark saying he was starstruck starstruck by a earth crisis and then the fact that he was as an indie band, a part of their lineup for one of their um, tours, and now they're here uh, more than twenty years later, um, playing side by side. Yeah, yeah, that's It was cool. like 90,
3: 1996 or something. He said, or whatever. He played for them. I was yeah. Like, Holy cow.
2: Yeah, that's really
0: cool. I was, I too was very impressed with Demon Hunter. I saw them in, I don't know, two thousand and ten, and yeah, Ryan Clark stood still in the, you know, holding the microphone with a stand even, uh, and screamed and i mean the songs were great they were really well done it was mostly summer of darkness with some triptych um and you know i you know audibly i liked it a lot visually i didn't uh but this time around like i mean even his mic had issues you know so not only did the tracks work but there's a lot of clipping or, or or ducking on his vocals when he screamed when he sang the mic was just fine but it seemed like when he was screaming, the audio was just very choppy and it wasn't mm-hmm. very smooth at Furnace Fest. But, I mean, besides that, uh, you know, you could really hear the guitars. There were no crazy synths just drowning out the sound and everyone was into it. And, you know, the whole crowd knew all the songs and it was just, mm-hmm. yeah, great energy, great vibe. It was, a, it was a good thing to see Demon Hunter at Furnace Fest.
2: felt like that was the best experience you were going to get from Dina Hunter another notable show is that i saw that i didn't know was going to be as good going in um dying wish even though there was sound issues that didn't really bother me Um, they were extremely energetic on stage Uh, super um, had their own kind of like vibe going on did their own thing Um, lead singer was doing twists and turns and jumping straight into the um crowd and having them hold her up and then one thing that she did that most other bands did is she did not turn off the mic when she handed it to someone to s- scream along with the song norma Jean, even though it took them like an hour to start um lots and lots and lots and lots, mm-hmm. lots of sound problems it was a lot of fun i had to fight to, f- to get to the front but i was just basically like i'm going to the pit and they're like Oh, all right, all right, all right i'll let you through um got to the pit um, basically started a dust storm it was a lot of fun lots of people rolling around a more traditional pit was going on instead of just um two-stepping and uh flying heel kicks and uh hardcore stuff the uh, lead guitarist jumped into the crowd and we were all carrying them over and i think i uh, took a photo and um yep i stole it i put it on instagram yeah (laughs) yeah that that was a lot of fun um, and I didn't even know that happened
0: because I think around that time was when that incident happened and the show mm-hmm. had to stop. So I'm like, why is everyone freaking out? Like what is going on? So I didn't even know that their guitarist was out there crowd surfing.
2: I think another neat thing is, uh, the showdown was a great experience. I did not realize that was going to be that great. Um, really loved the lead yes. guitarist, guitar. I'm a huge Jackson guitar fan. And then the sound, the heaviness, It just, it felt like good death metal. It was, it was good. High energy, heavy duty, love the drums, love the guitar, brutal. How about his shirt? God size. Yeah. I
0: guess because he's really big. I don't know. (laughs) Supposedly the drummer, you saw the drummer, right? Freaking jacked, swole dude. Apparently he had the same shirt, but it got too hot and he took it off. Any disappointments?
2: Definitely, all the sound problems,
0: which is you know bound to happen.
2: It's not exactly the festival itself, but I highly recommend to not use the scooters to go from in city to the festival. It is not fun, and uh, you will find yourself airborne a few times. Uh. <laughs> That's what Bobby and I did. Like we, yeah. we took those scooters like crazy. I actually, liked
3: it. Yeah, yeah. They're,
2: I thought they were fun.
0: You're not supposed to go 18 miles an hour when you hit bumps, Trey. Mm-hmm. You got to <laughs> slow down.
2: You'd think I'd learned, but I did not.
0: Yeah, that, that like crossing the train tracks was oh, pretty yeah. scary. Oh, oh, that was like, <laughs> it's like, you know, having to go through that crazy bumpy asphalt, and then, like,
2: yeah, it. Yeah. there were so a few I, times where it was pretty scary. Yeah, I tried to do the overpass um, the first few times, and, like, you know what, this is a little scary. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm going to go to the north side and try to go into the city through that way. I go over the tracks and then I have to go through a tunnel. And I'm just like, this is so much worse. This <laughs> is so much worse. Wow. Uh, yeah, you should have gone on the south side. There's a nice,
0: there's a road there, 1st Street. There's a like a actual sidewalk for bikes for like, mm-hmm. I don't know, two miles. So, so any other uh, bands or uh, bands that may have disappointed you? I kind
2: of expected Spirit Box to kind of disappoint. I mean, they had good visuals in the back but they were kind of slow moving around um uh, but hey it's not i wrestled a bear once so yeah nerd yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it was cool seeing uh as they lay dying's you know bass player up there yeah yeah that was, that was cool pretty cool Bobbing his head like crazy he had way more energy than everybody else yeah uh then bobby how about you who are you most excited to see Who did you think was the best show? And were you let down or disappointed in any way?
3: Yeah. um, Kind of already touched on it. Most excited to see Close Your Eyes. That was like, I mean, I was going to go anyways just for the fun of going to the festival. But, I mean, that was what got me excited. And, yes, Gary, you gave me a list of all these bands to listen to. And I'll confess I listened to like 30% of them because I just kept re-listening to Close Your Eyes because I was just excited. Um, So, there's that. Um, I think they delivered, too. Only the f- disappointment in that um, was, like, every time they would sing, like, Jesus or God and the lyrics, they would put the mic away and, like, put it to the crowd for the crowd to sing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, uh, oh, what are you doing, man? But at the same time, they sang like, like, most Christian songs. So, like, I knew every word, and it was just, it was a good time. They were all great songs. Um, so uh, overall, I was not disappointed. And then also, like you said, we got to hang out with them at the, at the at the booth and get to get some merch and talk to shane um that was kind of neat um so that's probably yeah that who i was most excited to see however i think the best show was blindside um outside of me wanting to punch a guy it was blindside um punch a guy yeah there was this uh you know we're in the shed and there's some kind of open walls, and so a big breeze is coming through kind of at an angle, um, kind of from the corner of the stage back towards the crowd. And there's this guy kind of sitting t- closer to that where the breeze starts, smoking a cigar in the middle of, like, the first two songs. And he's just puffing him hard. And like, it's just in like, the pit. In the pit. Like, the circle stuff, or if there was any circle stuff, like, you know, where it was for Maylene and stuff, was, like, right in front of us. Um, and this guy's just blowing and it's just blowing right into my face and he was just far enough away where I couldn't get to him to like tell him to knock it off, tell this one guy finally moved, and I, like, tapped on the shoulder, and I was like, can you knock that off? He's like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, and then, like, everyone around me was like, thank you for saying something. Why didn't you say something? <laughs> I, like, the whole time that first track or two, all I could think about was, this is a great song. I want to punch that guy. This is a great song. That's not very Jesus of me, but I'm going to punch that guy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it, like, it wasn't in between songs or anything. It's like, in the middle of the concert, but yeah, that's my rants. I'm not a violent guy, but I had sinful thoughts um <laughs> there was uh, murder
0: in my heart <laughs> murder in my heart yeah
3: against your against hardcore kid was coming out <laughs> it was coming <laughs> i was thinking let's start a circle pit right here with you in the middle of it um you know blindside i thought was just great um i, I honestly thought they would play another song or two everyone's chanting for them but they just they just did their whole album and they called it good and actually looking back on it it ended really well like they ended with that uh, the silent song, and um, it was really good. Um, I think, really, the whole trio Demon Hunter, Maylene, and then Blindside, and all of them had tech issues, but I think it worked out fine. The only one that was really upsetting was Maylene not having Mike for the first two oh, I know. songs. Like Everyone's like, everyone's fix, changing. The
0: fix the mic. Fix. <laughs> it's funny, uh, Furnace Fest actually went live on Instagram uh, for that. Um, so mm-hmm. Dallas Taylor, like walks out and, you know, everyone's screaming and hollering and the mosh pit just gets slammed with tons of people trying to get up to the front of the stage. And, you know, it's like, we're going to get mowed over, but, yep. and like, so then they, they have it all up there and from the live stream, you could hear his mic. It's like, it was working in their monitors up front. So to them, yeah, it's working just fine. Like they could hear it, but we heard nothing. And then at the end of the song, you heard everyone be like, fix the mic. And whoever was live streaming was like, "What are they saying?
2: What are they saying?" Yeah.
0: But yeah, totally different experience for those people back there. But
3: yeah, uh, it, the whole trio is great. So I'm sorry for Trey and Eli that went to emo night. You guys made the wrong choice. But you know,
0: wasn't that after I'll Blindside?
3: You. No, I think it was like during, like, because Blindside was until, like 10:30 or 11. Well, it actually,
1: so we left. Um, I want to say we left after um, the Ghost Inside. No, so while Manchester Orchestra, so it was like during Blindside. Yeah, because
0: mm-hmm. you guys you guys went to the main stage instead, right? Yeah, I think like, we yeah. we
1: chilled, watched uh, Manchester, and then hung out, and then I think we just decided that we were going to go ahead and we went to the bar across the street to chill for a second, catch our wind, and then we went straight
2: to emo night.
1: hmm Cool.
2: There was yeah. no chance of getting in for, um, oh, yeah, know, that was the issue
1: because, like, the band, like, there were a few bands we were gonna go see, but just so happened, everyone else went <laughs> to saw him too, so yeah, and that yeah. shed
0: is just a metal box, shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, Bobby and I, like, we were like shoulder to shoulder, and we're like, we're not letting anybody through. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know and like, and we like made an like air pocket behind us. we just need elbow room so that we can breathe in front of us because i don't want my chest on some guy's back and being crushed you know but and people are like i just want to i just want to make it up to the front and it's like so does everybody else like you're not mm-hmm. making it through you know they get mad at you they're like trying to they stick their arm between you and they're like excuse me excuse me like you're not gonna fit you know yeah it like you had to be mean to people or <laughs> yeah yeah
3: on melee and I like bowed. I was like, my feet are not moving. And then I remember you were talking to some guy and, and you guys were like, Yeah, he says that now. But I I was like, Ooh, now they think I can't I'm gonna stand my ground. I stood my ground, but yeah, I got hit a couple times and people trying to mow past me. And uh yeah it was still a good time. I was at the edge of the circle pit on, on all those. As far as um so I think best show though was Blindside and then um but Dean and Hunter, we've already talked about that was amazing. And then kind of a couple honorable mentions. um, Norma Jean, I mean, everything was great. I also thought they handled, there was like a medical incident and they had to like stop in the middle of a song and and we had to get some EMTs to somebody in the crowd. And I think they handled that really well. Um, So I'm appreciative of that. But also with them starting late and then that happening, I think their set just got cut short. So I I feel like everything they did was great, but I wish there was more. And I think they got kind of cheated on that. Um, Idle Threat. I'm the only one I think that saw them. Everyone else went to the Showdown. So, um, <laughs> I'm
0: you know, a little I've jealous been... on that one. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. That was that was the only one I had to decide, and I listened to Showdown. And I'll just be honest, I'm not as snake bit as everybody else. So I I went to Idle <laughs> Threat. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so Idle Threat was good. They did you know six songs or so, and and uh, it was a smaller crowd, but with the Showdown playing in the shed, I mean, w- what are you gonna do?
0: I mean, you got a bu- you got two bucket list items, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Idle Threat, the Showdown. The odds of seeing Idle Threat again, pretty good, As- assuming do. they don't implode and they're like, we aren't a band anymore, right? Uh, so, I took the calculated risk to see the Showdown, who I've never been able to see, and they played stuff from the very first album. So, like, super glad I saw them.
3: Mm-hmm. But, yep um as far as disappointments um we I talk about like Norman Jean um I think in doom was a little bit disappointing and not because of them necessarily but I think they were just wrong time of day wrong stage like they needed to be in the shed and um I think things just had kind of the wrong crowd they couldn't get the energy go- mm. going and yeah. I just um not, I don't think it was anything that they did but like them and my children my bride um both of them I think just would have been better fit in the shed um but my children, of my bride was great. Um, I, I enjoyed that. Um, and then we've already talked about like the merchandise. There, was, there were some issues with that. It was kind of a disappointment. Um, and then not getting to see the showdown. That's, I mean, that's probably a, the, my, my favorite part. I think of the whole weekend was that trio of uh, Demon Hunter, Malene, and then Blindside. I mean, as much as I love seeing Close Your Eyes and Much of My Bride and that kind of stuff. And um, I think just that trio, my feet back to back back to
0: back at the same place.
3: Yeah. Uh, It's also kind of fun with the rush. Like I wasn't going there for vinyls, but it's kind of like, Ooh, I'm going to go find this vinyl guy and then get these free. so anybody get these vinyls. Those are the ones that I got. I didn't actually want them. And if Gary gave them to anybody. Yeah. There's
0: several people on discord that I've been like DMing all weekend and, and like, they're like, did you get this one yet? And I'm like, Oh, we're still looking for them. We're still looking for them. And Mm -hmm. so we, there was a day where we actually got more than just one each and so i was able to give Mm -hmm. several people on our server yep uh some of those codes and i even gave uh, some other people on instagram some codes so they're able to hook people up because bobby doesn't collect vinyls so
3: but it was fun like ooh, i'm gonna try and get those and then also just the rush of like is gary gonna get a blindside vinyl what am i gonna have grumpy gary for this the weekend or am i gonna have (laughs) happy gary for the rest of the weekend (laughs) i was
0: pretty angry for a while
3: (laughs) Uh, because that was a whole fiasco um and then gary's doing like side drug deals to get his blindside vinyl <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> talking to
0: strangers and making deals yep. making
3: deals venmo and people I'll, like, Don't,
0: I'll, I'll talk about that later probably
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was good that was fun
0: yeah uh dalen how about you who were you most excited to see who did you think the best show was and were you disappointed
4: um, it's also different for me because I've seen a lot of these bands before in the past um, so but yeah Blindside was like top of the list for me um, I've seen and them
0: you've past. seen them before? Oh, yeah okay. I saw them
4: with um, whenever they came out with like the album The Great Depression which isn't like they're anywhere close to one of their best albums but I saw them and they played like an acoustic show before the, uh, the show and I got to like meet them and got, got them to sign a flyer it was pretty cool but uh, yeah, I was really looking forward to seeing them play, you know, Silence in Full, because I love that album. I mean, I love all their albums, but yeah, that would, you know, that one's amazing. So yeah, that was, that was great. It was good to see the showdown again. Um, I, had, I had saw them one time with uh, um, Become the Archetype, I think, um, and yeah, they, they were even better this time. Uh, and I did love that they played some stuff from the first album. That was incredible. Um, I've seen Demon Hunter three times, and this was definitely by far the first, the the favorite of mine of all time. Seeing them, um, I think they put on the best show, um, and they definitely had the energy, especially right when they came on. Like, other times, like like you said, Gary, like um, sometimes they come on, they would just be like, just he would just be standing at the mic, like kind of like monotone most. I don't know. It just he didn't have energy, but like this one he he came up right on fire like every you know right up and at the beginning, so it was He's great,
0: practically running back and forth, like
4: yeah, 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 I was like, what um it was great um a big one for me personally, and it's only because I grew up in this in the like christian like uh you know rock mu- music was roadside monument, and the fact that I got to see them since like. I've been listening to them since probably '97, um, and it was just—it was just cool to see them play all these songs that I, you know, had heard on, on their records. And just their drummer is amazing. Just watching him play, and he's probably like 50 years old, still like, you know, just annihilate the drum set. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, I love seeing Advent. Um I saw them earlier this year, and they—they they are great every single time. Um, so, yeah, that's that's great.
0: Yeah, they blew uh, me away.
4: Them yeah. and Life in Your Way were great. Oh, Life. yeah, yeah. Life in Your Way, I I had never seen them before, but they, they were great, too. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I saw people on that Furnace Fest community group, mm-hmm. whatever, page, and they're like, I'm an atheist, but Advent almost converted me. Because <laughs> <laughs> their yeah. show was just so good.
4: It was yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. Um so for a disappointment, I'm gonna have to say Norma Jean and only because I saw them like a month prior to the festival, and they were just so much more on top of it than um, their 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 music content, um, you know, like what they chose to play was just, you know, just great, but um, I don't know what what happened this time. I don't know what, you know, why they had so many audio issues and just overall issues it, it kind of made me mad about that but i've seen him so many times so it's not that big of a deal to me but um i can understand going to a festival and really wanting to see a band and you get kind of disappointed in that kind of uh, yeah. thing yeah. Mm-hmm. um i like seeing my children my bride again um i've seen them one time before um and it they're, they're always just makes so that good. angry face like the, uh, they're so all the time. they're so good yeah um and, and and I've always wanted to see Maylene. However, I wasn't that impressed with it. Um, whenever they were screaming, like, fix the mic, the guy up on the stage, since I was, like, really close to the stage on VIP, he was saying, like, Dallas was holding the mic wrong or something like that. And that's why it wasn't coming out um, properly. But I, I don't, I didn't see it. I didn't understand what he was talking about. Uh, mm-hmm but it, there were so many people in the crowd even in the vip section i couldn't get a good enough view like to even see him up on stage like there were so many people yeah yeah it was it was cool that he like right at the end of the show he was out like right by his tent you know like yeah. out with people that was cool
0: yeah. Um, yeah
4: pictures yeah and the last one that was kind of a disappointment to me was impending doom like you guys said just the the, the the stage they played was kind of rough and i had i had also seen them earlier this year and they were a whole lot more on on top of it then so i don't know what was going on with that um i also went to a lot of the pre-fest shows um and i went to the show at the brewery that happened the day before um and you know there were some there was some good stuff there did
0: bloodlines play
4: uh no uh bloodline no meadows meadows played on the one i went to but i but i missed them because i was trying to park Uh, Um, but yeah that was a great venue i love that venue it's like they had like tv screens up near the front of the stage or uh in the in the merch area the very front of the building it was great so you could just like hmm. chill there and like watch and not get like surrounded by people if you wanted to it's great
0: so i guess i'll give my answers i i actually didn't write any answers to any of my questions um because originally we were going to do two separate interviews and half of us were going to make it, but we're all here all five of us. So I guess my wing fast answers wing in it. Most excited to see I already kind of mentioned was blindside best show was blindside Uh big bucket list item. Uh, I'll, I'll still watch the vid- recorded videos that I recorded and, and just smile and have a good time watching them. Uh, I was very surprised by Life In Your Way. I thought they were really awesome up on the stage. Um, Not just with their, you know, Jesus shoutouts, but just their performance in general was really good. Uh, My disappointments are the same as a lot of yours. Um, And I think really any band that I really wanted to see, if it wasn't on the shed, I was disappointed. Uh, I just felt like the main stage was so impersonal. And, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like they're 20 feet up and 10 feet back and there's no interaction, you know, like for them to get out to us, they got to cross a 10 foot gap. Um, and, and, you know, where the shed it's like, people are pulling them off the stage. They're like, ah, we got them, pull them in, you know, and and they're just much more interactive and it, it feels more intimate. Uh, so those shows felt more like a show, like they felt like an activity we got to do, uh, where where the main stage is just kind of like there's those guys up on the pedestal let's stare at them while these you you who's you know kick up dirt and dust so in in that i i thought impending doom was lackluster like i, I wish that i felt more or that it, it was better <laughs> i don't i don't know uh and yeah it was like right in the middle of the day right everyone's eating lunch and the sun's beaming down um and my biggest disappointment Uh, was Norma Jean. Uh, I've never seen them. So I was so excited. And the fact that they, you know, so they played a whole song while these people all around us, you were, we were probably, you know, 30 feet behind the pit. uh, So we were not that close, but someone collapsed. Right. And so there's just tons of people like running back to the tent uh to the sound booth and like telling people to move out of the way and i'm like i'm trying to watch the show i'm trying to listen to these guys and people are coming up and trying to clear the way and get the, his attention and they're like holding up X's, telling them to stop playing and i'm i didn't know someone was hurt and i'm like we understand they started 45 minutes late but you can't cut them off now like is that what they're doing with these X's? but someone ended up getting hurt which she, they didn't know until they started the next song and so they, they stopped halfway halfway so that's two songs that were ruined for me and then it was like 15 minutes 20 minutes to get emts there and like get this guy out and you know they made the announcement like someone whoever's friends with this person here's his name they're going to the hospital go with him right and so it's just uh i don't know it, it just kind of kills the mood especially right in the middle of a set and and it's like well we got two more songs like oh really? Like I feel like I haven't even watched you guys yet, but I don't know. Big letdown in my book. I'm gonna say I've never seen Norma Jean still, uh, because I I want to see them again in the right frame.
1: Mhm.
0: But uh yeah, and one of my regrets. Uh, I I saw a long line for My Children My Bride and people were out there talking to him and i saw trey talking to him and i was like i'll come back and talk to them and i came back not even f- 15 minutes later maybe 20 and he wasn't there and i wanted to ask him uh so i saw them at the haste the day farewell tour and what he would do on the stage is he'd spit this loogie up like 10 feet in the air it's disgusting right huge amount of spit and he'd catch it in his mouth and I wanted to ask him, like, why didn't you do that, <laughs> and <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> you know, like. Uh, but darn it, missed opportunity. Maybe I'll see them again and I'll be able to ask yeah. them. But. Um, so the final question to wrap up this whole thing: What was your p- favorite part of the whole festival? Like looking back, what do you think was peak, Furnace Fest? And you know, I'll start with Elijah. What
1: What was your the whole
0: festival. What's your favorite?
1: I'm I'm probably gonna cop out, but I want to say, you know, just the entire thing um, was truly amazing. Um, for it for me to pick Furnace Fest to be my first festival to be my first hardcore slash metal concert, I think it really set the bar high for the next time I go to a festival or go to a yeah. concert. Mm-hmm. Um just because you got spoiled yeah i did get spoiled um but yeah just everything from the bands to the experiences to meeting you guys finally in person um to having to deal with trey all weekend it it was just great you know (laughs) (laughs) because me and trey we talk pretty consistently through this court. so being able to be being able to be ourselves but in person was pretty cool um I love the variety because you come out of, you know, the shed after hearing a lot of hardcore, you're going by the pond and you just hear this pop punk stuff that's kind of chill and relaxing, you know, compared to what I listen to. Like, this is great. This is music I want to listen to as I'm going to get a drink. And then I go get a drink and then I hear you know 2010 breakdowns i'm like oh yes i missed this mm-hmm. so and i really felt that leaving demon hunter going to the monster tent and having the ghost inside play and i was like where has this band been all afternoon i need my breakdowns so mm-hmm. but just just being able to experience all of that and the the other stuff that comes along with going to birmingham for the weekend and chilling uh, Emo night was pretty cool, you know. I never thought I'd be in a club and hearing all these people yell out Paramore and uh, Pierce the Veil and all these bands, and I'm just like, "Are these my people?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and are just hanging out in Birmingham. I don't. And Trey, Trey can attest to this. I don't like being in cities a lot, and Birmingham isn't the biggest city, but it's still a lot bigger than you know where I'm from where you know tupelo it's a pretty big city but on the grand scheme of things it's like a small town compared to a lot of the other cities that are in the area so kind of experiencing that being able to be out do whatever do cool stuff just the whole weekend was something i needed after you know a rough summer of work and school and just it was a great stress reliever take a load off have some fun meet some cool guys
2: and I went and trade it for the world. Cool. Trey, how about you? So I'm probably gonna do something much like Elijah but it was it was the experience being able to be a hardcore kid again like I was in my uh, early 20s, late teens running around um, going for the middle of the pit, um, going for running through the crowds, seeing all these hardcore bands wearing myself to almost death um it just kind of reminded me of going to all the festivals when i was in college and stuff and in high school and uh it was a lot of fun a lot of nostalgia um just being um in the very middle of a crowd um yelling screaming out the words to a band that i've listened to for the past decade or so yeah
0: uh bobby how about you
3: I uh, kind of touched on it a little bit, just that trio of bands to see Demon and Maylene and Blindside, like all in a row. That was probably the highlight of the experience, but it was also really cool. I think the thing I really liked was just seeing like, um, like a lot of the band members um, at the merch booths and getting to talk to them. like, we talked to idle thread a couple different times and um, got to talk to, you know, the close your eyes booth and, um, uh and then just like being in like the the main stage and then right next to you is like ryan clark and you're like oh this is cool or like we're in line for a taco and then like next to us is the guy from the from showdown i can't remember his name right now Um, david bunson yeah we're like ah it's a showdown his wife and his kids like sorry
0: dalen dalen's on a first name basis (laughs) oh sorry
2: (laughs) what's
3: up a little vip over here um so i think i think that was just like a cool vibe of just how everyone's there just to have fun and I don't know. It, it didn't feel very separated from the bands. Um, felt very integrated and a part of a experience. So felt like I was a part of history with seeing Blindside and Mailing specifically. Um, I don't know that they'll ever. I'd ever had that chance again. So, um, and then kind of like Elijah said, I I had never seen any of the bands. Like I've listened to a lot of them, but everybody on the list, everybody at Furnace Festival, I've seen bands before, but none of them have had a scene before. So every single one was a first for me so that was, that was a lot of fun for me got to check off a lot of boxes all at once uh, that's kind of neat
0: now to make more boxes mm-hmm. true <laughs> alright Dalen what was your favorite for the whole thing
4: Um, I think just the experience of getting to see bands that you might not have in the past or you know might not ever get to see again is just you know incredible you know um, and, and I and also think like back in the days when a lot of these bands would play around um around here i didn't have the money to go and drive three four hours to go see them you know now i get the opportunity to do that so it was cool Mm -hmm. um but i i just like the 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 festival is like as a whole like just you know you're you're sitting down somewhere and some guy will just start talking start next to you talking about his favorite band and like when he saw them and you know like you just have so much in common with everyone Mm -hmm. and i love that experience um and you know i just feel like i'm more at home than i am anywhere you know like when i'm at home here you know i don't feel like i can talk to anyone about that kind of stuff (laughs) it's just like it's just just very personal you know and uh, i felt that also last year there's like we were like on the plane flying there. I flew last year, I didn't drive, but um, like just sitting there talking to everyone around us like that was just on the same flight, like half, like I was probably like 8% of the flight was like people going to Furnace Fest, it was crazy. But it was a lot of fun, just yeah. And, and, and I really enjoyed um, being able to actually talk to the creators of the fest. Um, I'd always wanted to talk to Chad forever. Because um, I rem- I kind of vaguely remember the festival like back when it first started like I remember hearing about it, but I was I would never be be been able to like drive that long or you know go to a festival like that.
0: You or, mean like from 10, 15, 10 years ago? Yeah, yeah, two thousand one, two thousand, yeah, yeah
4: two thousand. Because I, I remember I remember some shows I was going to in like two thousand one, um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I would have never been able to go to something like that, but i didn't have the money i didn't have the transportation things like that so yeah it, it's it's just the whole thing the thing as a whole and that's why i love about it that's why i want to kind of get more involved with it so yeah
0: yeah bobby and i got to talk to chad johnson before the, the gates even opened yeah he he came to apologize for the late start and he's given everyone those cards those collectors yep. cards and yep. baseball the card guy things. behind us is like excuse me but are you chad johnson He's like, Yes I am and then boom, it's like everybody I huddled. Didn't even know that was him? And yeah. he started telling stories, you know, like the the stage moved from over here to over there and Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All kinds of details. That was really cool. Yeah.
3: He was like I can be back there come you know, worrying and stressing about why why we're having a late start, or I can come come talk to you guys and hand a baseball card, so
4: that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so that was kinda neat. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next year, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, my favorite part of the whole festival is, uh, you know, piggyback on what everybody said, uh, but it's this really cool culture that they have there uh, where you have, like, Christians who are there to see all their favorite Christian bands, and there's some not Christian bands. And then you have others that could care less about the Christian bands, but their bands are playing at the same time on a different stage. So you almost get, like, these two groups of people to go to this place simultaneously And there's some overlap between, like, these Christian hardcore kids and these just secular hardcore kids. And it's just really cool to see that. I mean, you saw people with shirts that are, like, support Christian hardcore, you know, wearing all kinds of band shirts, right? And you're like, hey, I like your shirt. Oh, check out that Haste Today the Day shirt. Look at that Becoming the Archetype shirt. Then you have the flip side where people are like, Jesus Christ is a, you know, punk A, B word. I don't want to say it to have to explicit the podcast. But... You know, it's just like they're standing side by side next to each other. And it's like, you know, you have these people with differing opinions and religious views and political backgrounds. And it's just, you know, you have people that are like, you have bands that are vegan hardcore, which I learned is a genre. And, you know, it's just, it's just this really cool melding of all these things uh, Mm -hmm. all in one place. And I totally agree, Dalen, Like, it feels way different being there. It feels comfortable. Like, yeah. Like when I'm at church and people are like, oh yeah, do you listen to music? And I'm immediately like, yeah, but you don't like it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: you know, and, and it's like, oh, do you like Lecrae? I'm like, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> you know, it, it just, it's just, it's a totally different feeling when immediately the thousands of people around you already like the same genres as you. And like, that's what we all like. Like, we all like this. It's not just like, oh, we listen to it. We like it. And we go to these shows and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really cool place to be really fun. It's a
2: great film.
0: Yep. So I want to wrap up by thanking our patrons for supporting us. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support us, buy us a cup of coffee by joining our Patreon. And if you want to be part of the conversation and join a community of like-minded people, join our discord server, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. And yeah, thank you for listening.
4: What is it